Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the EKN Radio Network and a new Industry Insider podcast. Uh, obviously, the podcast we use to get a chance to talk to the primary players within the sport of, uh, of karting here in North America, whether it be team owners, shop owners, and obviously a lot of times we talk to promoters and the heads of the organization today. Uh, myself, Rob Howden, alongside David Cole, pleased to sit down here actually at CalSpeed uh, during a red flag situation early in the day. We figured we'd take the time to get a hold of Garrett Potter, probably that one of the harder guys to get a hold of in the sport because he's thrashing to make things happen. The Rock Program, Rock Cup USA program, really growing. Garrett, uh, thanks for joining us, man. I appreciate it. Glad to be here. Good to see you guys. So let's let's talk first and foremost uh, overall with the Rock Program. You know, you have to, there's the Rock Florida Winter Tour. There's the Challenge of the Americas where we're here now. We're going to talk about the uh, the Rock Fest events that you guys recently announced. But let's talk about this one right here because success stories keep coming right now for Rock and this one, the Challenge of the Americas, record numbers here this weekend, which I think is huge. Obviously. Winter Tour's always been strong, right? It's right. been strong for 20-something years. Uh, you guys, in the, in the changeover from the Rotax to the Rock, kept it going. But Andy's changeover three years ago, now with record numbers here, 141 drivers, that's got to be big overall, not just for Andy, but for you guys as well. Yeah, I mean, for, obviously we're excited. There you go. How's that help? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, obviously, I'm excited for Rock, but actually a little more excited for Andy yeah. than, um, I mean, it's he's. I can see how excited he is, and, um, you know, he was uh didn't know where he was going to be 3 years from yeah. 3 years ago so it's uh it's really cool to see um and for me you know obviously coming from the shifter side i mean the shifter numbers here are wow. amazing it's yeah, and, it, and i love it you know for and i love the sound of it i love everything about it it's just it's cool and i'm really happy for andy he's excited um and you know we we talked yesterday i'm like you know it's it's realistic that he could be at 180, 190 next year if we push. You well, know? And, that, and that's the conversation we had was the fact that here you are at record numbers at 141. You've got 51 shifters. There's momentum in the shifter category, so he can go to 60 or 65, whatever. Yeah. Let's just say that's the little growth he gets there. It's the fact that he has three or four guys in micro and, you know, seven, eight in mini. We know There's a lot of room there. Yeah. Explosion there of up to 20 each, and you're right. You're yeah. potentially at 170, 180, and yeah. then you're, you're thinking about that 200 mark, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, it, it's great for, great for him. I'm um, excited, and, and for the future, it's, it's big. I think overall just great for the sport as well, and I think a lot of people – you know, we're we're in a place right now, the landscape of karting, it's changed over the last number of years. Yeah, Rotax brought in that kind of program where we control everything. It's our engine, our tires, our, yep. our events, right? More manufacturer-driven, and that's where we are now. There's Rotax coming back. There's obviously the IAMI program with Supercarts USA and USPKS, yep. whatever it may be. You guys, of course, doing the same thing with Rock. But overall, even if, if you just step back and if you're a fan of karting, to have huge Florida Winter Tour races, huge yep. Scusa Winter Series races, yep. huge Challenge of the Americas races. That's just really, really good for the sport overall. Absolutely, 100%. And, I, and, it, and we did have the conversation about him, you know, hitting those numbers next year, but we still got a ton of work to do. Yeah. I mean, not just us. The entire industry has a ton of work to do, Them specifically Micron Minis. I mean, everybody's struggling a little bit there. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's our group for the next 10 or 12 years. So for me, the not you know the shifter numbers are exciting and it's cool to see and entertainment wise it's it's great but i and not that we don't want to stay focused on that but i think for me the core focus needs to be back to that group you know that that younger kids that we can have for a long period of time and also just the where the economy is i mean there's money to be spent agreed yeah we just gotta we just gotta snag them that we gotta get them hooked and We've had this conversation for years yeah. about it, and um, 
you know that for me that's really where our focus is because <clears throat> you know i see the no, the engines coming out of our warehouse we're not selling minis yeah you know we're selling we're selling juniors we're selling ju- you know seniors and uh, obviously shifters but you know, minis are collecting dust, so we need to figure out something. And that's interesting because the, the, the momentum and the excitement of shifters kind of sells itself, right? right? You got 51 shifters here. You don't need to sell a shifter right now because right. guys are going to want to bang gears and come and play. We saw that with a couple of David, a couple of junior drivers coming up. You know, William Ferguson wins the junior championship. He jumps right into shifter because right. he's excited about it. You're right. The The, the future of the, the 10-year plan of, of, of Rock is that kid that's in, in micro or mini right now. You, are there any plans that you can talk about right now, things you, well, you want I, to do? Is it all about promoting it? Is, what is it? It's, it's tough. I mean, and again, I know we've had this conversation in private about, you know, it's, you know, the, uh, the ambassadors at the tracks. It starts at the tracks. It does. You know, it's tracks and shops, locals all over. Um, that's where it starts, and it's, it's, it's not easy. You know, there's everybody has an idea of what needs to be done, but it really, you know, I can't emphasize enough to everybody that's listening is we as as divided as we are, you know, as uh, a market, we have got to come together and and focus on that. If we don't focus on anything else, I don't care if it's shifters or, you know, seniors or juniors or whatever, we have got to get together and come up with a plan on how we're going to get new people in the sport. Yeah, I agree. I I just... You know, I know you do a lot of work on uh, with the grassroots program and we the do. Briggs and and that type of stuff. But there, it's all of us have really got to concentrate on that, especially the guys that are in it for money. If we're here as a business, whether it's a shop or a track or whatever, we've got to shift some focus off of the craziness. It's interesting because right? we, we, we speak with immediacy on that. Like we have to do it now as if it hasn't been the conversation we've had for the last probably Absolutely. 40 years in yeah. the sport, right? It's yeah. how to continue to bring new people and not just new people, but you said maybe more focused now bringing new young people into yeah. the sport as well. Yeah. And that, I know that's where I'm at. I mean, it, you know, we'll, we'll keep pushing, you know, where yeah. we are, but for me, that's really going to be, you know, how do I get. Well, and yeah, as you said, the, the grassroots program is, is what helps bring people in. And again, you have that, that ladder system where guys can start at the Briggs program and you guys already have Briggs at the Florida winter tour, but, and they're, they're kind of introduced into what the rock program is. So right. you have that ability at least for juniors to move up. So right now, in order to focus on growth in mini and micro, we have to kind of look at kid karting. Yeah, like I, that, I agree hundred percent because it's something WK is doing. They brought the kid carts back. Not a lot of programs kind of promote kid karting. Um, LIKC does here a little mm-hmm. bit, but I think when you look at the grassroots level, I think that's where a lot of tracks really need to kind of focus on Absolutely. is a kid cart level. No matter what engine brand they, they run, it's just getting kids in yeah. carts that and five, then moving them yeah. up from there. That five to 10 year old range is, is, is where we need to focus. <clears throat> and I think honestly, it's in my mind, from my experience, it's, it's the easiest thing to sell. Too. If you can just get the person in front of you or at the track, yeah, it's the easiest package to sell. Price wise, the you know the parents are excited. Maybe not the mom, but the dad is. <laughs> you there's, know? Not, there's not many kids that if you give them a chance to drive something, they're not saying, "I want this right now." I know, and that that for me, and and the, also my experience is that particular class. If you're in it for the financial gain, whether you're a team or a shop or whatever, you know, I know, I know parents that you know or laid on a mortgage to buy a set of tires. Yeah. They'll spend the dough. Yeah. So anyway, so that's something that, you know, I, and, and it, for me, it comes to the track. So I've been working with, um, we've, uh, UMC, you know, there was a lot of craziness at UMC and yeah, the Miller Utah. changeover. Yeah. I'm working with Jody there to try and build that and M square to try and build that program back where it was. Cause we all know that that was, you know, 
it doesn't sound like a lot, but that was 120 deep at some point. Now it's 40. Yeah. And so that's, that's, all, that's the, throw that number out there. That's the number. Remember, it's the first a club, any club over 100. Yeah. At 100. That's a 100 is a, is a magic number. Yeah. Yeah. I, I continue continually say that because at our local club track, we had close to 100. Yep. And that's when you were like, this is a thing. Yeah. Like, this is an event. Just kind of like here, you're hitting record numbers. Yeah. It's an, it's an event. People want to be there. And yeah. then when you have a club track that's pulling that numbers in, uh, consistently that yeah. kind of helps bring more and more people gets more interest into it uh, a Newcastle Motorsports Park a GoPro Motorplex yeah. Sonoma is probably getting very close to the 100 number if right. not over the last couple of years because they had kind of an up and down yeah, for sure. swing going from the Rotax to the Rock and now they're building that back up again and some some of those areas are going to be a little tougher you know because there's a lot of racing I mean California for example you look at, you try and put a calendar together in California yeah. it's, <laughs> it's, it's crazy yeah. right so so an area like this is a little more challenging, but an area like NOLA or Miller or, um, you know, some of these other regions should be easy to do, in my opinion. Yep. There's enough people you know, there. Yep. And, there, and there's not a lot of competition where people are trying to split the groups or whatever. So I really plan on spending a lot of time in those areas to try and, um, you know, there's, there's some changes uh, that, you know, also happened at NOLA. There's a new general manager there. Dennis is fantastic. Okay. Um, so I'm excited to see that because they've there's been a lot of you. You have a little there. background there, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> and it, you know a small a small place in my heart for that place to yeah. to be successful and Miller for yeah. that or yeah. UMC for that matter. Yeah. You know, two of the best tracks in the country should be at 150 and they're at 40 or 30. So there's a lot of work to be done, but it can be done. Good I, uh, good I'm conversation absolutely. to start off this podcast here with Garrett Potter from Rock Cup USA. Stay with us, folks. After this break, we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about the Florida Winter Tour, how that's gone. We'll talk more challenge, and we'll talk about the dates for this year's Rock Fest events as well. Stay with us. More to come here on the EKN Radio Network. 25 years of experience, 25 years of success. Greg Bell and Leading Edge Motorsports are heading into their third decade in the sport with winning momentum and the best material possible. Last year's monumental victories at the Rock the Rio and Scusa Super Nationals have proven what the sport has long known. Greg Bell is one of the finest karting tuners and he and his drivers can get the job done. Looking for a change in equipment? Get on board with Leading Edge Motorsports. Leading Edge is North America's factory team for Formula K and Praga karts and the new 2020 models are in stock and ready for pickup or shipping to your garage. Do you want to win like Danny Formal did with Leading Edge in Las Vegas? Call Greg Bell today at 209-369-0921 to secure your place on the team. Leading Edge Motorsports will be trackside in 2020 at the Challenge of the Americas, Scusa Pro Tour and California Pro Car Challenge, Rock Sonoma, and the KPX Karting Championship in NorCal. From Rock, to Miami, to Briggs. Rely on Greg Bell and Leading Edge Motorsports to give you everything you need to step into the winner's circle. Check out leadingedgemotorsports.com to learn more. The final round of the fastest growing Rock Cup program in the U.S., the Challenge of the Americas, is coming and you're not going to want to miss it. It's the program's 13th season and year three of their rock focus, and the numbers are steadily growing. And the season finale in Sonoma Wine Country on March 27, 28, 29 is shaping up to set a new attendance record. Don't miss it. The FOMO will be real. 
Our classes include micro, mini, junior, senior, and master's rock, our multi-manufacturer 100cc junior, senior, and master's program, and our well-supported rock shifter and rock shifter master's categories. We're by far the largest shifter program in the West, with 56 unique competitors and an average of 32 shifter drivers in just two categories last winter. There are over 40 rock shifters in Cal Speed, and more are expected for Sonoma in March. Prizes include tickets to the massive Rock Superfinal and the Rock the Rio event in Las Vegas. The Challenge of the America season finale is set for March 27 to 29, so head to the series website at challengecarding.com and get registered so you can join us in Sonoma. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network. Rob Howden, David Cole, and Garrett Potter from Rock Cup USA. Good chance to, to grab uh, Garrett here. We actually had a red flag uh, before we got started during practice or warm-up this morning here from the Challenging Americas race. And David said, listen, we, we can hardly ever get a hold of Garrett. He's here. Let's just bring him in and tie him down for but 40 he just, minutes. he still had to chase me down. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, I sent you a text and you we, didn't get back. Well, well, that's why we put him in the power chair, right? <laughs> yeah. He's below us right now. We've got to yeah, hold on to him yeah, down yeah, here yeah, so we yeah. can't get away. Uh, we talked a bit about the sport and your, your plans and things you're looking at. Obviously, a great comments on trying to get younger people into the sport. But let's just talk overall about where you guys are. Florida Winter Tour, strong. And a nif- I don't say a different approach because you've done the temp circuits the last couple of years, but man, right. temp cir- a new temp circuit race. Then you go to Ocala, which might have been a little bit easier logistically yeah. oh, for I'm you. you. <laughs> Deep breath yeah. in the middle way through. But now, here we are, what, two weeks away, I guess it is, from you going from to, yeah. yeah, from St. Petersburg, Tropicana yeah. Field. Man, dude, you're. Yeah, you're not making it easy on yourself. It's great for the racers to <laughs> yeah, go a week sure. before the Grand Prix of St. Petersburg, the IndyCar race. You guys are going to be right there at Tropicana Field. Talk about that race. Yeah, I mean it's you know it's one temp track a, a year is tough. You know yeah. Vegas, but you know now we're up to three. It's we're getting it down, so it seems like less work, um, but it's still it's a big challenge. Yeah. It's cost us a lot of money. Every everybody you guys have been involved on the other side for a long time yeah. and understand the expense. So. It's a massive expense to put on these programs, a lot of work um, for the temp circuits, but the the customers love it. So we've opened that Pandora's box. It, it's kind of, it is what it is what now. It is, I mean, right. people are, you know, what are we doing next year? Um, so we were a little worried. Uh, you know, Hard Rock was fantastic. We loved that place. The location, the backdrop, it was, it was crazy, uh, perfect. And then the NFL bought up every inch of asphalt in Miami. So... It was a struggle. You knew that I, you seen that I released pretty late, Yeah, you know, because yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I was, I was worried whether I was going to get a deal done. Um, just because I couldn't, I couldn't get any property anywhere. So we ended up at Pompano, um, at the Isle Casino and the place was fantastic. It actually worked out better in my mind than, than the stadium. Um, they're really excited to work with a hotel on site. Okay. So that could be really cool for the future. But for the event, it was great. The track turned out phenomenal. The, the guys loved it. Um, so you, you figure that you'll be back to that, that venue again next You know, year? We're not, we don't have anything done. Kind of yeah, but but what the funny part is the NFL's not there. Now everybody's calling me that, that uh, you know, said we no couldn't Super do anything. Yeah. So, yeah. There's a lot to do with it. Yeah. So there's a lot of options open for us there. But, um, but I, I really liked it, you know, and, and it helps to uh, – you know, when people enjoy it and want you to be there, it's, it helps the whole program. So um, we don't have anything in place, but 
good chance we'll be there back there. Okay. So uh, let's let's talk this way. The the thing kind of where the Rock Cup program is right now, and I'm sure you'll agree with us. You have that 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 kicker at the start of the season and the big kicker at the end of the right. season. You're trying right now. It's filling the program in with mm-hmm. either other events. We'll talk Rock Fest, other tracks. You know that you're trying to build programs around the country. Uh, coming out of the winter the winter tour, obviously strong. You have one more race still to go. You've been getting great numbers, a lot of great racing. Let's talk Rockfest first. You, yeah. you, you announced the events. We got a we got an East Coast race and a West Coast race. Yeah, we went East and West. You know, uh, we had one and two before. We went East and West. Um, you know, we're still a little weak in the center of the country. Um, something I'm working on yeah. with a few people to try and build that. Um, you know, and it's hard because obviously the country's huge. So <clears throat> our core is, or our core in the past has always been on the East. So you know, when you start passing over the Mississippi, they're screaming a little saying yeah. where, where are you going yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so um and and the new partnership with wk um you know the charlotte track they're they're stoked right yeah. they're they're putting new pavement down they're uh they're going to emphasize more on uh back into the carding program so that's going to be exciting i've never been there so um you know i know we had world championships i guess there yeah, for to, a couple to, of years to kind of bring people back into it if you haven't heard yet uh, within inside the charlotte motor speedway there used to be a kart track there Back in the mid-90s, that was called the North American Karting Championships with the actual FIA. It was an FIA-listed race. One mm-hmm. year, the, the 98, they actually had the Formula C, which is KZ. Formula C World Championships were actually right. on that track. Yep. On that weekend, there was a, obviously a full road race as well. Mm-hmm. And they ran, a, I think that, they used to run a, a uh, they, for a while they ran a, a, the, the pavement oval outside the track. Mm-hmm. But they also did the 300-lap Briggs and Stratton race on the on the, on the uh, end. Right, the front yeah. straightaway kind right. of deal there. It was a big event. There's a lot of moonshine stories that Rob can tell you off the air. <laughs> part but, of that uh, deal, yeah. Uh, it, and, and again, it used to be part of Stars of Karting. Right. Man, Manufacturer Cup was there for a long time. I believe 2008, 2009 was the last time we were there. And then the track kind of. They had the ma- ma- major sinkhole, which kind of th- yeah took right. away the yeah, actual yeah. racetrack. That's still on Google, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> it's still exactly. So now you know we went there for I went there for the uh, the WK race that they had at, at Charlotte Motor Speedway, where they used part of the Roval, Roval course, yeah, which in a sense was was not what they wanted to do. And being a, a former WK board trustee, yeah, every time I went there for a meeting, I'm like, why are we not using this the car track, ro- yeah, karting track? It's, yeah. it's historic. You have all these guys who are now mechanics or, or team owners who raced there, Race there before. The right, right. They're all going to come back out now putting on their leathers if they still have them <laughs> yeah, or absolutely. You know, whatever else. And they're going to race it because yeah. it's, it's nostalgic yeah. to race there. And a yeah. lot of these guys that are still in the sport that were part of the big, big years, like you said, during the 90s, they love that, 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 tr- that racetrack because it was just – it was a nitty-gritty, tough racetrack to drive. Well, and for, for well, me, I mean, I love going to new places. I yep. mean, you know, even though there's some places like, you know, the stadium was great, but it was cool to go to Pompano because it was new. Um, Biloxi was fantastic. Yep. We had a, Everybody had a great time there last year. You know, NOLA's always fantastic, but it, it's going to be fun to just go somewhere new. So. And this, this track, obviously, they were going to totally replay the thing inside the Charlotte Motor Speedway. It's inside turns three and four of the NASCAR track. It also kind of really plays well with the partnership you guys have with the, with the right. World Karting Association. They're located right there, as David had mentioned. You, you're part of a big part of the Manufacturers Cup with the Rock Program, which is a huge move in the off season to, to work with WKA. It really kind of fits everything together to yeah. have a really, really big race. Not only are you going to pull the Man Cup guys that are already supporting Rock, people are just going to want to come to that event. Well, yeah, and I think you know, for us, it's you know, the goal is to build you know our own program. I mean, that's uh, you know, but the important part is to work with the partnerships too. So, uh, you know, Kevin and Mike have been great to deal with. Um, they're excited about the program. Um, 
and it's good to have those guys on board because you know they've they've worked that whole area for years so they know all the ins and outs and and i'm just i think everybody it's really a new track for everybody you know it's going to have new pavement down even and and as you said i don't know how long it's been has any of our drivers ever been on that track like i said it's got it's got to be probably at least 10 years that there 12 years probably that there's actually been a a manufactured cup race Race on there yeah, once they had that sinkhole, they never let carts back out. So most of the juniors weren't born yet. Yeah, is what we're saying. <laughs> right? That's exactly what we're yeah. saying. Yeah, that's exactly. Last yeah. time we were there. Yeah, so that should be good. Before we move on, one last thing about the Rock Fest there, especially there, um, you you run the Briggs categories at the Winter Tour. I'm not sure if it's going to be part of the Rock Fest because there's a lot of Briggs racers. Gold Cup was a major event yeah. at that Speedway, so that's another area of the sport to kind of reach like is that an idea you, you're putting in my if head you have a, if you have <laughs> i'm just saying you mentioned yeah. before, i David. said this to yeah. you off yeah. off the air a couple of days right. ago i'm like i think the briggs categories there especially in senior could be massive massive because, number, these, yeah. Guys, yeah. because yeah. these guys these old briggs racers who have, haven't been there in like right. i said over a decade yeah might want to be there for the rock fest that's something to think about you know for the 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 big reason why we do it at florida winter tour is to support the canadian teams yep. right i mean they they travel down to play with us, you know, in the winter. It's it's a journey for them, and if they can throw, you know, four or five, six guys in their trailer under the tent, it it really helps those no teams. Yeah. So um, that's typically the reason for the Briggs there. Um, but you know, you can see we had some pretty good numbers at Ocala. I mean, and they love the Ocala track, but um, it's something to think about for sure. What is the date for the Rockfest East? Top July thirtieth through August second. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So we can so weekend after Battle of the Brickyard. There you yep. go. Okay, good to know. Because the Battle of Brickyard is the same weekend as the Manufacturers Cup Series race that's at Charlotte, which will be the warm up for Rockfest. For Rockfest. Rock okay. right. All right. Yep, yep. So let's go to the other side of the Mississippi, like you talked about. You're, you, as you said, the, where you're growing rock, and it, it grows where it grows, where the interest comes, and you feed mm-hmm. that interest. And there is a lot, of, of course, out here on the West Coast right now. Great numbers here uh, at the Challenge this weekend, 141. There's a great group of dr- rock racers, rockers up at Sonoma. Right. Talk about Rockfest West now. Yeah, so again, um, you know, to support the West guys and our programs, and, and Sonoma is a fantastic. Everybody wants to yeah, go to Sonoma. Exactly. You know, who doesn't want to race there? Yeah. And which so, families can go there, too. That's a great thing. Yeah, so to support Steve and his program and, and uh, Rock Sonoma, we thought it was important to go there. Um, and again, you know, when you're going to these places, it's important to start out with a base, you know? So, you know, if I can roll in there with the 40 or 50 base, then, you know, I expect some pretty good numbers. Um, you know, we've got, you know, quite a few loyal rockers up in the Northwest as well that I think we'll see come down. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to get there. I love going there. It's a, it's a great, a great facility and Steve Tavish, the group there, um, actually, the week before, if I'm not mistaken, is a Rock Sonoma race. That's in conjunction with Andy's uh, uh, California Rock Championship. Yeah. So uh, a chance for people to come up there, leave their stuff, you know, get two weekends in for, you know, one yeah, travel one trip. Travel, so, yeah. so I'm excited. And then uh, we do have some commitments from uh, some of the larger teams because it's getting closer to the end of the year where they're going to roll in there and run that and then just go to Vegas from there. So I think uh, the dates are good. Last year we kind of we went to Amarillo, which was fantastic. I Great actually track. I love that place. Yeah, good people too. Um, but we dropped it in the middle of a seven or eight week stretch, mm-hmm. so it wasn't a fantastic plan for me. Yep. So I think it, uh, that September date is is going to be a good date and for let's us. Let's be real. Uh, Rock Cup USA 2019 versus Rock Cup USA 2020. There's just more momentum and more drivers. Oh, for right? sure. The yeah, more, yeah, yeah. The more time you get engines in the Amarillo, you guys 
went to a, a fantastic track in the middle of West Texas. With, and no, with the, no base. With no There's base. nobody there. And the numbers yeah. That, yeah, yeah, no base. You didn't yeah. have that yeah. 30, 40, 50, like you said, yeah. that gives you the, the base to start. Right. That's, you rolled the dice. But, again, you went to a great track. And it was You're, fun. We had fun. We yeah. only had 50 drivers there, but it was fantastic. Good. We had good. a good time. <laughs> um, where was I going to go next with that? Uh, yeah, so if you, just to get it out there, guys, if you want any information on these Rock Fest races, it's rockcupusa.com. I'll get that out there. David, any other questions about Rock Fests before we cut to another break? A little bit about the prizes. I believe yeah, there's going to be prizes for both events. Yeah, so um, last year, uh, obviously, we'll have uh, Italy tickets and Rio tickets at round, or sorry, at the East. Um, last year, we didn't do Italy tickets because it was a little bit late to try and get everybody's paperwork set. Oh, that uh, makes sense. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. But now we're even going later. But we have talked to uh, the powers to be, and they're going to make it happen. So we're going to do Italy tickets there too. Yeah. So they, since they, those are going to go come together the Monday after the race, kind of thing, right? Like we <laughs> yeah. got to get it done. Got to do. Yeah. What you got to do. I mean, Ur- Ursula's going to have Ursula's. We're going to be up late Sunday figuring it all out. Please with you right now and all. <laughs> hey, you're in Sonoma. Yeah. Give, take her to a wine wine yeah, somewhere. Exactly. So Vino, she'll yeah. be all right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, all right, folks. Have another quick break here. When we get back. I want to talk about Rock the Rio a little bit. You know, I want to take the opportunity to talk about the 100 CC program too. It's not something we've touched on yet. So let's. Let's do that when we get back here on the Industry Insider with Garrett Potter. It's 2020, and it's time to rock. The Rock Cup USA Florida Winter Tour resumes on the March 5th to 9th weekend, and the final round of this year's series will be extra special. They have a brand new venue, Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg, and they'll offer up another competitive temporary circuit for their drivers to fight it out for the championships. The race is just one week before the NTT IndyCar Series Grand Prix of St. Petersburg, So come down out of the cold to race the Florida Winter Tour and hang out in the Sunshine State for the IndyCar opener. It's spring break, rock style. We've also announced our Rockfest events for 2020. Rockfest East will take place at the newly paved car track inside the Charlotte Motor Speedway in North Carolina on the July 30th to August the 2nd weekend. Rockfest West will bring our rockers together at the Sim Raceway Performance Karting Center in Sonoma, California on September 17th to 20th. Head to rockcupusa.com to register today. Let's rock! Two thousand nineteen was a great year, no question. But the off season is here, and I know that your mind is already thinking about next season. We all want to get better and improve our skills and our racecraft. And maybe you're tired of missing the podium or even the championship. So what do you do? Here's what I think. Take a breather from throwing money at the newest speed secret and a new chassis you don't quite need yet. Invest in yourself. Take yourself to the next level as a driver. If you want to improve your results, do what every athlete does, regardless of the sport. Get professional coaching. And in karting, there's only one choice. The Alan Rudolph Racing Academy, located at the -the state-of-the-art Speed Sports Racing Park in Houston. Alan Rudolph is a legend in our sport, and he's been a coach for over 15 years. The Alan Rudolph Racing Academy offers custom coaching programs for newcomers and experienced racers alike. Train with a champion with over 30 years of racing experience to get proven results. Get ready for 2020 by calling 866-607-7223 or head to speedsportsracingpark.com to learn more. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, another industry insider podcast. Myself, uh, Rob Howden, alongside David Cole. Our guest today in the hot seat, essentially insider hot seat, I guess, David, is uh, Rock Cup USA's Garrett Potter. 
Uh, we've talked a lot about the Rockfest events. We talked about Winter Tour Challenge. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, Rock the Rio right now. Let's get an opportunity to talk Rock the Rio. This is the third year for that, right? Third, third year, year for yeah. the Rock the Rio. Every year, more momentum. Were you surprised by the amount of numbers last year? Because you guys had a really strong event last year. You know, for me, I was I was surprised. Yeah. I mean, I was surprised we were over. Th- I mean, we ended up three twenty ish somewhere in there. You know, I in my mind, we were two twenty ish. You know, la- the year in eighteen, I guess. And I was I was going to be happy with the two seventy. Yeah. I thought that was going to be decent. You know. You know, kind yeah. of working my I way always, through. I always say 10% growth to Andy Saisman or anybody talking 10% growth. That's yeah. way more than 10% growth, right? Yeah. It's so when, you know, when Ursula, you know, texted me and said, oh, we're at 300. I'm like, holy crap, right? <laughs> so then that she 310, 320. And I'm like, so I, we were extremely excited. I mean, the, the issues that you have now um, is time. Right. So, Indeed. you know, we have we have quite a few classes there with with both the 100 CC program or actually we had a 300 CCs last yeah. year. So now how do you take those entries, which we're super excited about and and still put on the same show that everybody's used to putting on? Mm-hmm. So that's the difficult part, whether it's track time, whether it's bathrooms, whether it's this, whether it's that. So this is where the challenge becomes a big challenge. And more staff as well. People don't realize yeah. that when you get another... When you get another 30 people, you're bringing another, you know, Absolutely. three or four people I mean, to work. Yeah, I mean, yeah. when when the classes go from 30 to 50, it's it's a big change yeah. for tech. And, I mean, just in everything in general, yeah. whether it's scale lines, whether it's grid, yeah. whether it's yeah. – I mean, it's – it's and, and I really – I truly believe based on what we see here, what's going on in Ant, with Andy, South America has been crazy with, with sales for us specifically the 100cc okay. a lot of shifter stuff um, south and central america has been crazy so i think that it's very possible we'll be in the 400 range the problem with that is how do you again how do you how do you keep the the that show that you're used to delivering so yeah. that's going to be the challenge because the other thing that i love about our program is we end on saturday so everybody has that chance to come up to the presidential suite hang out you know reminisce for the weekend celebrate the year i know you celebrated really good with this <laughs> it was it was a good party but you got, that's, that's kind of how vegas is i mean you were partying too we all were yeah, david deflected time. that really well because he was a quick deflect yeah, you, on that you right? were partying you too were partying i was too. i was kind of forced into it because there was a really? lot a lot of peer pressure there you know a lot of peer pressure <laughs> let's understand but it, and it and it's a unique aspect because again i this was the first time i was there i yeah. didn't take part in the in the open events right. that you had there before and ending on Saturday, it's a, it's a weird vibe because, again, I didn't get there till Friday morning. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of all a big blur because it was everything was on time, on schedule. It was bang, bang. There's a lot of racing that they get done on Friday, which was yeah. amazing, like you said, to get all that done and be done before the lights come on in Vegas. Because, again, you're not used to that in Vegas. We're used to racing under the lights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To, to get everything done before, before it gets dark is, is unique and to be able to get all that done. And then, as you said, everything's gone on Saturday. It was, it was a chilled, fun, unique event to be part of. Well, and I, you know, for me, I love that aspect because it gives me time to just hang out and, you know, take a big breath with the customers and, and, uh, the pressure's off, the season's over, yeah. Yeah. you know, and, and everybody can party and have fun, take a, you know, an afternoon or a mid morning flight. There's no, nothing crazy happening. On so Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is, as you start hitting those, if you really hit yep. a 400 number, you're talking about bringing Sunday in because it's the only or way you're going to. 
Or do you do you just have to go later? Do you have to bring the lights out and go late? In, in the yeah, I mean, you, you have those options. Yeah. For me, I, I you know, something that I've always loved about that event, too, and I know our customers have liked, is being done at 5 or 6 o'clock before the lights yep. so people can, again, enjoy the night. Yep. Whether it's, it's Vegas, you know, right? co- yeah, yeah, coming up and just hanging out and, and going to get a decent dinner. So I'll probably steer away from the lights just because I want people to not spend 16 hours at the track. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, um, but so we're maybe looking at Sunday. So maybe party on Sunday instead of Saturday. We're, party. Oh, we'll, we'll party anytime. <laughs> we'll party anytime. But there's also the, the, the part of you moving off the Halloween week because there's obviously world mm-hmm. schedules that got moved around. Um, right. I believe the world championships are in Brazil that right. weekend before. So yep. you guys had to move a week later. Well, luckily... This is funny. Italy called me about that because the way the calendar worked when I did the agreement, we were, have always been on that date. But everybody assumed we were on the Halloween date because that's what we had been on. But, but, so I didn't have to move, but it just worked out. But, yeah, um, and it, what we're going to be – are we going to be later in there? We're going to be losing light then too, right? A little bit, yeah. So, so yeah, it's uh, – <laughs> It's, you know, yeah, it's it's, it's going to be a little bit of a challenge, but I'm looking forward to it for sure. All right, let's take one more quick break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about the 100cc program. I okay. want to talk about the VLR. I had a chance to drive one last year at Sonoma. Stay with us, folks. More to come here on the EKN Radio Network. You've heard and read about us. We are the Rawlson Performance Group. We race to win. Our senior program is the best in the sport, and we have the Scusa Pro Tour X30 Senior Championship to prove it. Our coaching staff includes four-time Scusa National Champion Ryan Norbert, three-time Scusa Supernats winner Bonner Moulton, Scusa Pro Tour X30 Junior Champion, 2015 Rotax Grand Finals Vice Champion, and Junior Development Specialist Luke Selkin, and our hands-on owner, multi-time champion, and IKF Duffy winner Mike Rollison. This isn't sideline coaching. We're on track, and we dogfight with you. It's like nothing you've ever experienced. You learn more and more with every single lap. Our seniors win races, like Hannah Greenmeyer at the Scusa Winter Series opener in Florida. And they win because they've been trained, coached, and honed by our RPG staff. Hurricane Hannah is proof positive. If you're a mini driver ready to move up, or a junior driver who's done with running mid-pack, join the team that will develop your skills and take you to the podium. At the Rawls and Performance Group, we turn juniors into pros. In 2020, we'll be racing at the Scusa Winter Series, Pro Tour, and California Pro Car Challenge, the Florida Winter Tour, and the United States Pro Kart Series, as well as the IKF Northwest Region. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503-260-4514. We're the Rawls and Performance Group. We race to win. In Las Vegas this past November, at the Rock the Real finale and the Scusa Super Nationals, Formula K reigned supreme. Daniel Formal drove his leading-edge motorsports Formula K Evo 3 to wins in the biggest races of the year, proving the outright speed of the Formula K brand. And you can make Formula K your cart in 2020 by contacting your local dealer today. Atlanta Motorsports Park is the importer and distributor of the Formula K line, as well as the race-winning Praga chassis, and you can connect with your dealer through the AMP website. The new 2020 Formula K Monster Evo 3 is ready to ride and win, complete 
with IP Carding's new STRB brake system. Follow in the footsteps of Formal and steer your own Formula K to victory lane. If a Praga is more your style, the Dragon Evo 2 is the perfect choice for single-speed competition. Bolt on your IAMI X30, Vortex Rock, or Rotax Max, and go out and win. Atlanta Motorsports Park has both Formula K and Praga chassis in stock to support new dealers, and they have previous year models in their inventory available for racers who are looking to get a winning chassis at a discount. Head to atlantamotorsportspark.com slash karting to learn more about Formula K, Praga, and AMP's karting program. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network. We have uh, pinned down Garrett Potter here at Cal Speed Karting during a, a red flag early in the Challenge of the Americas event here. Uh, Garrett, great to have you with us again. Let, let's talk about the 100cc program because I think we talked, to, you know, early in the podcast, we talked about bringing new people into the sport. You, you do that through the, the, the micro and the mini rock categories. There, another entry part of the sport, if you can't get them that young, is getting them, let's, when it comes to Briggs Racing 206 yeah. four-cycle, a lot of times somebody wants to go faster. That's sure. just what you do. You you can become a four-cycle lifer, or you'll drive for a while and say, I want to try something faster. Right. Well, the 100cc, you know, the push-button tag electric start stuff, that's what kind of the new fresh, the fresh new deal is. Obviously, IME has the KA100. A number of programs run them straight up with the, with the VLR 100. Mm-hmm. How's that program gone for you so far? Because obviously in the, in the categories, it, the junior categories, the of juniors, course, yeah, going great for the you. The juniors, right fantastic. Um, you know, when did we introduce that? We'd introduced it in 18, I guess, maybe mid 18, something like that, when uh, we brought that engine out. But we'd think been thinking about it probably a year prior. And for me, and I don't know if we've had this conversation, but for me, I seen when you see Rotax go away. Um, you know, for what, 15, 16, 17 years, they, you know, they covered the market. Well, they didn't cover the market for, but let's say the last 10 or 12 years, they were able to sell that engine for life program, which yeah. was fantastic, right? Yeah. You, you started out in a, in a micro and you had the engine all the way up for, until you wanted to quit. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but when that kind of went away, in my mind, I was, we had a huge hole from a 60 CC, you know, cadet. And then they're jumping into a junior. That's it. Yeah. And there was, in my mind, it was like, this doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense safety-wise, ability-wise, you know, cost-wise. I mean, you, you name the reason. So when I talked to uh, Vortex about building that engine, that was the idea is to fill that hole. And then the other thing is, as you mentioned, a lot of my conversations, whether I was in Canada or in the Northwest or whatever, talking to four-strokers, they were ready to 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 make a change. You know, they were getting bored. They had ran it for four or five years. They needed something. They are not buying a GP. Just that period. Yeah. They're just not going to put on those tires and put on that power. And it, they're just not comfortable. That's not with what it. they do. It's, no. Yeah. And yep. they're they're uh, they're hobbyists. There are still are true hobbyists yeah, in that definitely. in that group. Yeah. And and you know, I've I've made this example to a few people. This weekend, I could get into um, a VLR, run the 100cc, and I could be competitive. If I get into GP, I'm going to be out there for 15 laps. I'm going to be dead. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so that. Going from Miata to a Porsche. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes yeah. you can't do it. You yeah. Know? Exactly. Yeah. No, you're so, right. So, yeah. Um, so it was important for us to focus on that because we had that in my mind, the hole in our program that we had to fill. Um, like most classes, the juniors fill up quick because, you know, they're probably the most dedicated or one of the most Agreed, dedicated yeah. groups whether it's financially or just the kids just want to race everything yeah um so 
but I, I, I knew we, I, I knew we were going to be able to fill, fill a hole for us. But what I didn't realize is the uh, specifically in South and Central America, they absolutely are going bonkers over that 100cc engine. It's crazy. Wow. I mean, we're selling, we've sold, I mean, I don't know what the count is, but we're probably 400 engines, and I'll bet 180 of them are down there. Which wow, is, okay. Is there even that many racers down there? It's yeah. crazy, right? Wow. So um, we can't keep those things in stock, which is good. And I hope that translates to, you know, some Florida Winter Tour to some Vegas, that type of stuff. Because yeah. the South Americans normally come up and do that. Um, <clears throat> so, but for the U.S. market, I think it's, uh, you know, it's been good. Um, the problem is, is introducing it to a lot. Of, uh, the older guys understood that 100cc because maybe they ran the KT or whatever. Yes. Yeah. The newer guys are still, you know, trying to understand it, um, why they're doing it. Um, but it's catching on. I think it's good. Well, I would say this. As a guy over my career has run four cycle. I've run on shifters. I've run Yamaha, whatever it may be. Uh, but most recently, I've been in, in the Briggs, right? It's, mm-hmm. a, it's my, my level of speed. My level of fitness has been able to do a lot of Briggs racing. I don't race a lot. For me to jump in back in to an X30 or one of your impossible. GP engines, it would just kick the crap out of me. Yeah, right? and it wouldn't, no be, way, wouldn't be fun it anyway. Wouldn't be a good, yeah. It wouldn't be a good race day experience for me. I would love to do it for a session or two sessions yeah. and be exhausted just to have some fun. But when I ran the Sonoma race last year at the Challenge, when Andy had the Burrell for me and I ran the VLR, I was fine all weekend long. Yeah. And it's a track. I was hammering through tic-tac-toe too aggressively for sure. My ribs were fine. But it has what I, I – I love Briggs racing. So this mm-hmm. comes from a guy who loves Briggs, that kind of draft style. I just – it's – I still have a lot of fun running a Briggs. But when I got in that VLR, it's that bottom end rip that you don't have in a force like right just off the corner. Just it's just ripping all the way off the corner. Yeah. So it was a little, a little softer tire. I love it. Soft, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Softer hit, but still that yeah, obviously it's gonna nose over at the end, right? Yeah. When you get to the peak RPM and, and but that bottom end torque it was just I had such a fun weekend chase, trying to chase down Calvin Chen the whole time who's got more way more seat time. I had a lot of fun driving that day. Well, and I think it eases people, uh, you know, if they are coming, whether they're new in the sport or uh, they're out of the four or coming out of the four-stroke side, it's, 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 it's that transition, you know. Um, you talk about driver transition, but it's also on the mechanic transition, too, if yeah. you're not a professional Very mechanic, yeah. you know, where, okay, so you come from the four-stroke where you're used to, you know, lubing the chain and checking the tires <laughs> yeah. to, okay, now I'm changing gears, you know, maybe I'm doing a little bit of carb adjustment. You know, maybe the needle's not even moving, but I'm feeling it's moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You feel like you're part it's a of... step up in that side, too. Absolutely, Tech, you know. And, and the other thing that I think is cool about that engine is, um, you know, it gives the tinkerers a little bit to tinker with, too. Because there is a little bit of tuning in the carburetor. Yeah. There's there's a little work that can be done by, by the guys that like to tinker. So I think it's a good program. I honestly think it's probably going to, in my opinion... Whether, uh, whether whatever brand you choose, I think it, it's going to be one of our bigger pr- growing programs over the next few years. I was just going to say, I think it's going to be that growth area right now. We're seeing it in a lot of different places as we go. We see more guys coming. Now, folks, all right, folks, one more break in the action. We're going to come back and wrap things up here with Garrett Potter. We're getting ready to go racing here pretty soon again. The ambulance is on its way back. As we said, we had, had a little bit of a break here. Calspeed went and grabbed Garrett. We'll wrap things up after this break. Feel like you're racing alongside the many legends that have called CRG home. With direct factory support, the CRG Nordam operation is the North American distributor for all CRG products related to karting and is based just outside Houston, Texas. The complete racing chassis line, including the famous Road Rebel shifter cart, is available through CRG Nordam. The growing FS4 Briggs & Stratton focused chassis is expanding worldwide, including right here in North America. 
Many tracks, indoor and outdoor, have made the switch to the Centurion rental cart line through CRG. New for the 2020 season is the Mini Hero for cadet racing, homologated for FIA competitions around the world. Head over to cartcrg.com or find them on all social media networks. You want the best, you just gotta roll with the best. Streeter Superstands. This is Jeff Wessel from StreeterSuperstands.com. You wouldn't put subpar parts on your racing cart, so why put that cherished ride of yours on anything but karting's number one lifts and stands, Streeter Superstands. Streeter is the original and genuine manufacturer of the second-to-none Bigfoot rolling stands, stackers, uprights, and industry-leading superlift. We also manufacture and sell the largest and always-growing roster of trailer and shop accessories like tire, engine and jug racks, cabinets, spray can trays, beat breakers, and tons more to outfit any size trailer, team, and budget. Streeter Superstance has over 30 continuous years of experience. Brick cart racers just like you and know that the Streeter name represents the absolute best in stands, lifts, and accessories for karting enthusiasts worldwide. Durability, affordability, unmatched quality, and customer service, that's what sets us apart from the rest. Check us out now at StreeterSuperstance.com. Roll with the best, StreeterSuperstance.com. Welcome back to the ECAN Radio Network in this edition of the uh, Industry Insider with Garrett Potter from Rock Cup USA. I'm going to make it really easy here at the end, Garrett. We had a great podcast, great stuff to chat about. Um, Florida Winter Tour, almost done, right? Yep. You, you got one more big race coming. It's a big, I know it's a crazy one for yeah. you. Then you get into your rock fests. Are you going to get a chance to take a deep breath? Like, is there going to be a bit of a time you can kind of, I don't want to say relax, yeah. but take the foot off the throttle because you, you've been at it for a long, like, through the, you yeah. leave, you, we know you leave Rock the Rio. You are right into Florida Winter, Winter Tour. Tour and I know that yeah. you're probably already into Rock the Rio again already, but is there a time there you can take, take, a, take a deep breath a little bit? Well, I mean, honestly, a little bit, but, but as we, uh, Keep going. Okay. Yeah. But <laughs> anyway, uh, but as we as we discussed before, the big thing for me is these programs, these these club programs. Yeah. So you know, I mean, yes, foot will be off the gas on our own program, but we still got to push. Yeah. I mean, we have so much work to do, and these guys um, are going to depend. That's when this is over, everybody else is getting ready to roll, right? Yeah. So um, on our program, yeah, but you know, Ursula and I and Robbie and my crew will be. You know, heading to these tracks to help and, and try and build. We've got to keep going. Any particular tracks or areas you want to bring up that you, that, that you say, hey, man, this is exciting. We've we got growth here or somewhere new that you're potentially going? Yeah, honestly, I think for me, uh, you've got UMC is probably one of the big ones. Yeah. They've, they've had... Uh, Utah Motorsports Campus, for those who may not know what UMC yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, they had a little bit of a break last year. Um, you know, we could, the purchase finally went through. Um, had a little bit of a break, kind of reorient and see what they wanted to do and how they were going to do it and just, just at least, you know, hit the reset button for a minute. So they're all in. They're ready to go, um, ready to put on a new program. Um, M squared is going to be an integral part of that. You know, they have been for, what, 15, 20 yeah, exactly, years, so forever yeah. yep. since Utah karting Black was around. Rock Raceway. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wasatch Raceway. Wasatch oh, Raceway. Uh, we're going to go way Wasatch back. Raceway Wasatch, Park. baby. That's where I started. <laughs> yeah. right. This is where I started the craziness. Um, anyway, so I'm excited about that program, excited to help them and, uh, support where I can to get that thing rolling again. And then, and and then mill or sorry, NOLA, I think NOLA's exciting. I don't, I mean, I know that we, uh, we all 
spend a lot of time on social media, but I don't know if you guys have noticed, but there's, there's a lot of action going on That's over good. there. So um, great we're excited for uh, the new management there. Um, they're, they're re-energized. We got Dominic Favalor, which used to work for me. He's now the manager of that, okay. uh, that shop. He actually worked for me at NOLA and then, um, and then came to work for me at Rock. He's back there. And, um, you know, I, there's some exciting stuff going there, which we need. That center of the country needs some work. You know, so um, those are probably the two big things for me. So Garrett's 100% throttle all the way from Rock the Rio all the way to after the St. Petersburg race. Just, just breathe a little bit for the rest. Of the that's day. why the party at the Rock the Rio <laughs> on Saturday night is so big because that's his chance to just breathe. Honestly, yeah. But if you're in karting, you know, if you go full throttle, fully to off, you're gonna stick that engine, guy. You just, oh, that's yeah. what you do in Vegas. <laughs> you stuck. stick it. Everybody. Right. So yeah, everybody da- David, st- David, David stuck it on Saturday night. <laughs> I love it. See, I didn't I, hear, I, I've stuck a few. I, I didn't hear about any of this, Garrett. So I do appreciate this right now. I'll have to okay. Make sure I well, take care of yeah. When, when we shut the microphones off, I'll fill you. Yeah, I love it. There you go, folks. That's going to be some insider stuff. Garrett, thank you so much for Thanks, joining us, buddy. I appreciate it. Thanks. Great to get Garrett with us here, David. Thank you again. Uh, again, just a little opportunity here uh, on Saturday morning in Fontana, California. You know, Garrett, as we said, 100% full throttle all the time. We, he was here. We pinned him down. Great edition of the Industry Insider, folks. Thank you for joining us here on the EKN Radio Network. On behalf of Garrett and David, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now.